welcome in everyone to the inaugural episode of Good Theological Thursday. We are excited that you are listening and to be with you. My name is James Crockett. He is Dre Clark. Dre, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing good, James. I like that you said inaugural. That was a that was right. a good opening word. Inaugural. You, you sound a like nice, a a nice I think touch. That, uh, yeah, I like the. Uh, Oh, Parks and Rec, you know, like the little jazz show that they have? I think you'd be perfect for that role. I think that intro sounded great. <laughs> Just do a nice, really soothing voice. That's right. Yes. I'm trying to I'm trying to put people to sleep on this podcast, so Yeah. Um, that's great. That's great. I mean yeah. that's that's the goal. If if you the the reason of this podcast is if you're having trouble <laughs> sleeping at night. Most Listen, people have uh, sleep insomnia, so we are here to fix that. that we've our- really, we've really got to expand our audience to include people who are not only interested in our content, but people who just simply can't sleep. So that's right. Um, it's actually our primary primary audience is people that's that can't right, sleep. That's right. Yeah. Well, with all that said, um, yeah this this episode for everyone is kind of an introductory episode. We just want to introduce ourselves to you talk a little bit about uh, what we want this podcast to be, what the content of this podcast will be, and uh, yeah, and so. Uh, so James, why are, we, why are we doing this podcast? In your view, why, why do a podcast? There's tons of things out there for people to listen to, um, literally hundreds of them. Why this podcast? Well, Dre, before we go into that, how about we go ahead and introduce ourselves and just say who we are. Um, that way, people know who exactly is talking to them. And we're not just some random hobos on the street or something doing a theological podcast. That's good. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. Our credentials. That's right. They're not great, but you know, we'll, (laughs) we'll, we'll we'll try to throw them out there anyway. Um, yeah. So I guess I'll start. My name is James Crockett. I am the college and young adult minister at Hillcrest Baptist church. I am also a PhD candidate at Southwestern Seminary, uh, working on my PhD in New Testament and with a minor in Old Testament. Um, yeah, Dre, how about you? Yes, my name is Dre Clark, D-R-E-Y Dre, and um, I am a student at Dallas Theological Seminary working on my master's. I'm in my fourth year there. Um, doing a master's um, in theology with an emphasis in leadership. And I currently work at a church in Houston, Texas, um, called Champion Forest Baptist Church, where I am the student pastor, college pastor. I kind of call myself the next-gen pastor, uh, just dealing with people from seventh grade all the way up to college, um, and, of course, their parents and everyone around then. Uh, But that's where I work at one of our campuses um, there um, on a weekly basis, yeah. That's awesome, yeah. So, Dre and I used to work together at Hillcrest. Dre, how long was that? About three years, you'd say? Yeah, I, I was there for five years, but I think you came in year after I was there for about two years, year and a half, something like that. So, don't, yeah. don't remember yeah. much. I'm not good with time. Yeah. So, this podcast was kind of born out of, we, we worked pretty closely together. Um, Dre worked, you know, you worked mainly with youth, right, Dre, during that time? Yes, I had a multiplicity of jobs and hats That's that true. I wore. That's true. very true. But my primary was working with the youth ministry. Yeah. Yeah. And so we often would get in uh, conversations with one another, um, you know, since we were both in seminary and uh, both enjoyed talking about theology. And so we would both get in um, 
theological conversations very often. And so the idea of this podcast, which kind of first came up a year ago, so this has been a long time coming. Uh, the idea of this podcast came from just, you know, I think we enjoyed our conversations and, you know, sometimes having people jump in on them as well. And we enjoyed those. And uh, the idea was, hey, why don't we just have these conversations and let other people in on them, let other people listen and yeah, all that stuff. So, yeah. And, and um, you, you may disagree with me, James, but I, you know, I firmly believe that theology has to happen in community. Um, and so that, that's one of my core kind of convictions is that yeah. this idea of me sitting and um, understanding God's word, understanding scripture, understanding these, these things that have been talked about for centuries, um, just in a room by myself, you know, you know, watching online lectures or whatever it may be, it's just not a helpful thing. I think it has to happen in community. And so inviting people into having conversations in community um, is, is huge in my belief system. So you could disagree, but that's, that's kind of my, uh, my crux of my thinking. No, yeah, I, I really fully agree with that. Um, you know, it's why the church was created. You know, that's it's the very basic. It's one of the very basic functions of the church. The church is there to grow believers, but we grow in doctrine. We grow in our beliefs about God. Um, we were not, we as human beings, were not created to be just individuals. Uh, we were created in community. We were created to think together and. I think when you try to do theology by yourself or just through listening to lectures, that's where you really um, – you can maybe get some decent ideas, but you could also get some pretty crazy ideas. Uh, you need other people checking you, and um, uh, sometimes even your ideas about God, uh, sometimes you need pushback in order for them to be fully formed. So, so yeah, I would, I would fully agree with that. Um, theology has to happen in community and in dialogue. I think that's really – I think dialogue is often sometimes the best arena to fully form your theology. Um, but yeah, uh, Dre, why don't we go into talking about why are we doing this podcast? You asked that question earlier. Um, I'm going to swing that back to you. Uh, <laughs> oh, nice. <yeah>. I like it. <laughs> nice. You like that? Yeah. So yeah, let me just hear your thoughts first. Um, and we, we've talked a little bit about this before, but yeah, tell our listeners why why would you listen to this podcast? What exactly are we trying to accomplish, and um, why is it worth your while even listening to us weekly? Yeah, I, I think the first one, which is kind of more of a selfish thing, but I think for my own local community, I really want to have a space. Um, you know, people are more busy today than ever, and so. The church's job, you know, of, of bringing in these concepts and 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 carrying these truths to uh, to people um, is it's just a diff- it's a new challenge that we're in. And so I think just in a in a practical sense, my local context and your local context, having our people that are w- with us that maybe we only get in for two hours a week, maybe three hours a week if we're lucky. Um, here's another avenue that we can use to. Um, to communicate with them and to continue to pass on what our job as pastors is to do, and um, and then also to ex- extend that beyond our walls into you know the interwebs. Um, anyone else that is uh, interested in there too is kind of the secondary purpose. That's kind of my view of it. So, um, but but to really have have a moment where where they can hear our hearts and we can talk and discuss. And, and this is not this is not dogmatic. This is not us saying you know most of the time it's it's us thinking out loud. So it's not meant to be. 
a formalized setting. Um, it's meant to be a discussion and meant to be a conversation that we're inviting people into. And so I know that we want to reach out to people and have them ask questions for us, uh, maybe even bring some people in from our ministries um, and just uh, let them engage in what we're doing too. But those are a couple of my, my thoughts uh, and some things we've talked about. But what about you, James? Why, why do you think we're doing this? Yeah, building on that, um, you know, not only do I have people in my local context of ministering to college students and young adults, but um, even I've, I've, you know, the Lord's given me opportunities to minister worldwide and have yeah. friends um, um, all over the world. And so uh, maybe it's even giving them an arena. And I think even an arena to ask questions. I think mm-hmm. there is a desire amongst, um, you know, especially our generation for the church to talk about tougher issues mm-hmm. and to have good discussion on those issues from a biblical standpoint. And so, yeah, this is an arena where we want to provide that where, Hey, we want to tackle, you know, the hard issues. We want to tackle the things that are kind of difficult to think through um, and discuss those and um, to not have fear to ask those questions and uh, to know when people ask those questions, know they'll be answered. Um, Another another thing I would throw out there is I was talking about this with a student a few weeks back. Um, the idea of showing that we can have intellectual conversations about God and that they can be meaningful. Mm. Um, I think there can be a tendency in the church to be, uh, I'm going to throw out a term, Dre, uh, anti-intellectual. Right, mm-hmm. where there is almost a disdain to talk about things in an intellectual way. And we might emphasize worship as it's always an emotional experience or mm-hmm. things like that. And I'm all for emotional, you know, emotional and experiences. Those are good at times, and worshiping God through emotions is good at times. But I would say that we are created as, we are created as emotional beings, but we're also created as thinking beings. And that God has given us an ability to think through things. Um, now, we have to be a little bit careful with that because that ability to think and that intellectual aspect of us has been corrupted um, through you know sin and all that stuff. Um, but you know now, as believers, um, part of that intellectual side of us is now guided by the Holy Spirit of God. We have the Spirit within us, and so. Yeah, to kind of give us a space to not be afraid to even be um, intellectual at times and to show that, hey, actually, these intellectual conversations can really have a good benefit for us and can really affect our lives. That they're not just, you know, it's not like we're too, we're not like the the Greeks, you know, the philosophers that would just kind of sit around and philosophize. Uh, you know, just talk about philosophy all day. No, we're, we want to talk about these things in an intellectual way and say, hey, no, this actually affects your life. Um, yeah. So, yeah, those are kind of, that's kind of something else. Yeah, and I think, I think now, almost more than ever, living in, a, living in the culture and the world we live in, you know, where we have access to so much information, I think learning how to think well about what we're doing. I mean, um, I, for example, one, one issue that I've been talking about that lately was, uh, you know, bioethics when it comes to stem cell research and all those different things. And so um, these, are, these mm-hmm. are scientific things that are happening in our world. I was actually at a hospital visit the other day and saw a seminar talking about this very subject. Um, and so learning how to think uh, wisely about these things, learning how to think 
through a biblical worldview and in using the philosophies of maybe ethics and some of the principles that we see that are ancient principles that have been held by the church forever and always um, into a context where um, it applies to what we're dealing with and what's really going to be facing the church in the next, uh, you know, 15, 20 years and what's already, you know, facing us now. Yeah, that's a good point. I was actually listening to a discussion the other day um, where it was like a debate on transgender debate and they had a um, this certain discussion they had a transgender um, uh, claiming to be Christian comes on and discusses with another Christian about um, it ended up being a very much a debate on the science of transgenderism and stuff but um, I think that just even goes to show these are issues that are that issue's not going away and and reacting to those in a good biblical manner and not just being, I think there's one of two things you can do that are not necessarily all that helpful. Um, you could be on the one side and say, you hear transgender and, you know, I'm, I'm just using this as an example, but you hear it and you just react in disgust, right? You know, you and I grow, have grown up in the South and, um, that I can't tell you how many times in churches you, they'll just you bring that up at all, and um, you know there's almost just oh I can't oh it's just you know there is a disgust there you know and there's not really a, we don't really talk about okay biblically why is it wrong uh, we just kind of just react and just like Ugh. but no let's let's discuss it um, so just the full rejection of it without giving biblical support for why we reject it is not that helpful. Um, the other side of it that's not helpful is then just accepting it, right? Then just saying, oh, this is just how culture is and we've just got to you know, conform and adapt the culture. Um, so I, I think both sides of that spectrum are not all that helpful. And yeah. so um, well, I think trying you're hitting, to find a middle ground. I think you're hitting yeah. on something really well. I mean, instead of, you know, a lot of, A lot of information out there that can just give you knowledge. You know, a lot of podcasts that I listen to, um, they're incredible podcasts, but they're just giving a lot of knowledge. They're giving a lot of facts. You got some experts on the opinions come in. Um, But problem is, if we just teach people knowledge, if we just intake knowledge, then somebody more cunning, more clever, you know, is going to come along and they're going to swindle us into something, a new kind of knowledge, you know, their knowledge. And so uh, I think it's more important instead of teaching people what to think, teaching people how to think. Um, which I think happens yeah, yeah. in dialogue. And so I think that's a, a huge point of this is not just, oh, here's what we believe on this and here's what you know this verse says because of our interpretation of it, but really saying, okay, how did we come to that conclusion? What did we wrestle with in inviting people into that dialogue? Um, and I think that's really the heart of what we're trying to do and what we want to do is we want people to think with us, uh, teach people how to think with us, um, and invite them into our thinking as well and into these conversations. Yeah, it's funny you say that. Um, just as you said, I was really, literally thinking in my head, we're not trying to teach people what to think, but how to think. Like, I had that exact same thought. Um, and so, yeah, yeah. I, I value that very much. Um, I was talking to my college students about that um, this past week. We were actually in Vancouver on a mission trip, and one of the things we talked about was we were confronted with some some certain issues. Uh, one issue we were actually confronted with was the issue of healing and okay, is this appropriate for the church to practice? And, you know, one of the things I told them is, hey, I can tell you what I think, and but I don't want to just tell you what I think. What I really want to do is I want to tell you how to think through these issues. And, to th- like, can you take this issue when you're confronted with it 
And do, do, do you then know how to approach it biblically and how to biblically think through issues? So, yeah, I would, I would very much agree. And I would hope that would be a good result of what we're doing here on this podcast. Um, is, yeah, that idea of teaching people absolutely, how to absolutely. actually think through things. Oh, yeah. I, I was saying, like, Go this ahead. is a disclaimer. Um, I think it's good to know that I, I would like to personally, I don't know about you, I'd like to personally reserve the right to change my mind. And so if I say something or have an opinion today, um, <laughs> yes. I, I'm not on some of the main, you know, top tier issues, but some of these second, third tier, fourth tier issues that we will probably get into. Um, you know, this is not a, um, oh, James or Dre said this, so this is, you know, must be true forever and always. You know, this is us thinking out loud. And so I might change my mind on some of these issues. I know that in the last four yeah. years, just being on this journey that I've been in, um, I've, I've learned more. And part of education is learning how much you don't know. And so the more I learn, the more I realize, oh, I mm-hmm. don't know that. And maybe I need to be more careful speaking on this issue because I don't know the full story because no one can. Which is, once again, why we have to invite oh, yeah. people into our learning. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've experienced very much the same thing where I've had pretty i've been pretty dogmatic about certain beliefs that uh in the past that now i'd be like no i don't really believe that anymore um so uh yeah i would very much agree and you know i'd invite people who are listening um to you know number one don't agree like you said don't agree with a don't agree with it just because we said it um you know scripture should be your ultimate authority um but yeah, so don't now. If James with, says it though. J- James is a PhD student, so if he, you know, if James says something, I think you can probably agree with him uh, more than you could me. You know, uh, I just think out loud a lot. Yeah, that's all right. Well, nah. you know, you know, the moment I think I'm smart, I talk to some of my professors, and I realize I'm I'm really not I'm not all that intelligent. Don't know all that much. So, um, yeah, but yeah. So we would life, invite yeah. people to disagree with us, and you know, tell us why you disagree, and um, you know. You know, because my hope is is that's not just this thirty minute conversation, but that our our discussions lead to further discussions outside of even this uh, podcast forum. Mm. So absolutely, absolutely. Dre, as Dre, as we move on, um, kind of, I think another question we want to address in this first episode is even just the basic question of why theology of. You know why is this? Why are these discussions even important at all? Mm-hmm. Um, now we've talked about we've kind of hit on that a little bit. Um, we've talked about why discussing and talking is important and dialoguing is important. But let's even dig deeper. Why is the specific subject theology? Mm-hmm. You know why is it important that we dialogue on that subject? Um, so what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, it brings me back to you know one of my very first classes in seminary, you had to read a book just on that topic, Why Do Theology? I think it was by uh, Roy Zuck was the book I read, but um, it really just, the, the, the thrust of, of the the idea of why do we do this is that we're already doing it. Um, everybody is is, a, is doing theology at some level, even, even someone who is atheistic and says there is no God. Well, that's a theological statement about God. Um, and so it's something that we're already doing. It's something that we're already in process of doing. And so I think it's helpful to, one, accept that we're in the process of doing this so that we can do it better. And then also realizing that these bigger thoughts, these uh, philosophical thoughts um, that relate with God and, and with our worldview, um, I think control a lot of the decisions we make. And so I, I believe it's Tozer, you might correct me, but he says, what we think of when we think about God, um, the first thing that comes to our thoughts is the most important thing about us. Um, I think that's Tozer. Maybe may wrong mm-hmm. on that. Um, but yeah, I, I think you're right. And I think that that kind of idea, though, you know, regardless of who it was, that idea, um, I think is true. Whatever, whatever I believe, 
whatever I, um, however I view the story that I'm in. So what story do I see myself living in? That is going to affect the way um, that I do literally everything in my life from how I um, do relationships, how I date, how I make friends, how I choose a job, how I have work ethic, um, how I study, how I have uh, parenting issues, all these different things. Um, and so realizing that we already are making these faith statements, we're putting faith in something um, and, and knowing what that is and knowing what that system is, I think is a key part of why it's important to talk about it. Um, if you're doing something every day of your life, wouldn't it be good to know what you're doing? Uh, my wife's a counselor, and she has the saying that um, everybody gets where they want to go in life, but only a few think about it. Um, and I just love that idea. That everybody gets where they want to go, but only a few think about it. And so we're all on a trajectory going somewhere, and I think theology is kind of the the map, or maybe it's the, if, you, if you're in the ship, maybe it's the, the steering mechanisms, it's the sails, whatever it is, it's it's what's guiding us where we're going. Um, and I think it's important to think about it. Yeah, I- you brought up an interesting concept with the idea of story. Um, I've heard it described a little bit this way about us, that we're all have our own story, that we're all part of this story, but really, you know, we're part of God's story, right? That God has a grand narrative, a grand story that he is doing. And um, often how you view God will determine what part you think you have in the story. Um, and so really what we're asking ourselves is, are we even playing the proper role in God's story, mm-hmm. right? Or are we stepping out of character, so to say? And so, um, yeah, I mean, I actually had the opportunity to preach this past Sunday. And one of the things um, we were talking about is we're talking about, we're talking about specifically the subject of prayer. And one of the subject for this week that we talked about is a little bit of how you view God will determine even how you pray and so but i think this is true of really every aspect of life um how you view god and what you believe about him really determines how you live your life and you you brought up even the atheist like you know the atheist the fact that he his view of god is there is no god does affect how he or she chooses to live their life um and so we want to make sure that and so if this is determinative of are we playing the proper role in God's story um, or, you know, are we, yeah, are we, are we living out the life that God wants us to live and playing that role correctly that we understand, okay, who is God? Um, what is his purpose for us? And yeah, that, that will, it greatly affects really how you live your life. Um, so, for instance, I mean, a very basic, un, like a very basic thing, um, you know, we'll go much deeper than this in some of our discussions. But let's just say if you believe that God exists to just give you everything you want, well, then, yeah, that really affects how you live your life, right? I mean, you, you obviously um, are just going to go and you're going to pursue your own desires and you're going to just kind of live life however you want to see fit. And then... Um, you expect God to just kind of give you what you want or what you need along the way. And then you'll get upset with God when he doesn't meet your expectations. Um, whereas if you, which would be, which would be a life of perpetual upsetness. Yeah. If that was your view. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. A life of all just constant disappointment and constant anger and bitterness. Yeah. Um, which I do. I think there are people that kind of live that way. Um, have a life mm-hmm. of constant bitterness because they have false expectations about God. 
Um, we can maybe cover that in a, another episode. But, um, but if you viewed God as, no, he is the author of my life, he is the determiner of my life, that his ultimate purpose is not for me to live life to just please myself, but that his ultimate purpose for me is to bring glory to him, then I will live my life in a way that is, hey, I'm submitting to God. I'm allowing God to direct my life. I, I want my desires to be formed by God, not to be formed by myself. Um, so, yeah, what, what you think about God is incredibly important. And often, you know, it's an old saying, but it's I think it's true. You can look at people's life and um, kind of determine what they ultimately believe about God. And so, I was always taught. I was always taught you, you, you ask somebody for their schedule, how they're how they're living their life, and you'll figure out really quick what's their God. You know, yeah. just by looking at how they spend their week, you can tell practically. You know, and that, that's a big part of it too. Is that we 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 often say things, we often have this uh, theoretical view of what we believe, but then there's also this functional view of what we believe. And I think a lot of people are functionally atheists or they're functionally, you know, mm-hmm. what's the moralistic therapeutic deists yeah, um, yeah. is kind of the word that we can talk about that later too. But, um, but it's, it's actually how we live and, and what we, it's, what's kind of, not only does God affect how we live, but also how we live also tells other people how we think about God. Yeah. So it's a both and. Yeah. Uh, I think of another example, even of like, I think a lot of even believers struggle with, um, you know, if you view God as this, one who's like waiting to jump on us like if we sin or a god that is hey he's he only loves us if we do certain things right um and sometimes christians live in a way where we try to do things to please god and to earn love from god um when if you have a correct view of god that he loves unconditionally um you don't do things and you don't serve god to um, to try to earn something from him, that's a life of that's another life of misery, mm-hmm. uh, because because ultimately you realize you would mm-hmm. fail in doing that. But if you realize you already have God's love, then you start to live in a way that's a little more freeing, and you live in a way that is I'm more compelled to serve God because because of because He loved me, and that's a much that's a subtle but really um, important concept of you know how you view god and it really greatly affects how you live your life and um your attitude toward god your attitude toward other people and really the the joy you can actually find in serving god yeah so i think uh, as we kind of wind down in time um i think to kind of summarize what what we've said today is is one um it's important to have dialogue um in our lives i think dialogue and communication um and having having space where we are invited into conversations is a key element, a key aspect of, of humanity. And then two, um, this understanding of what we're talking about. I think that it's important to talk about um, the the philosophy, the thrust behind how we live our lives. Um, and so that's what theology is. It's it's a mm-hmm. it's philosophy with a book. It's philosophy that's based on the Bible instead of based on Cantonism or any of those other ideas. You know, it's it's grounded in what God says and. And so we define theology as is having a good conversations, good words about what is true, what is noble, what is pure. And so that's kind of the essence, I feel, of what we've talked about today. Um, so in our last couple of minutes, James, do you have anything you want to add before we wrap up? Uh, no, I agree. That, that, that pretty much sums it up. Um, we want to invite uh, those of you who are listening. First off, thank you for listening to our first episode. 
and yeah, absolutely uh, being there with us and taking the time to hear us. Um, there's a lot of other things you could be doing, a lot of other podcasts you could be listening to. So uh, thank you for listening to us. Um, secondly, if you kind of like what you hear and you're more interested, and we'll be doing this on a weekly basis, trying to keep it to around 30-minute podcast is what we're looking at. Uh, so if you're interested in knowing more or if you're interested in even asking questions of or giving us topics of, hey, I would like to hear you guys talk about this, um, you can go and like our Facebook page. Uh, it is called Good Theological Thursday. Uh, so search for us. Go, go ahead and like it. Um, let us know what you think of the show. And, uh, yeah, we would hope to hear from you. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us and have a good Theological Thursday. Yeah. See ya.